0: welcome to the healing intuitively podcast i'm your host shannon amrine and i am here to guide you through the awakening process i'm a 23rd dimensional akashic record keeper quantum healer and star channeler this podcast is designed as a tool for your awakening activation and ascension into higher consciousness we will talk about all things related to consciousness channeling star beings and so much more Excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Healing Intuitively podcast. This is Shannon, your host, and I'm excited to be here talking to you today. I am doing another solo episode for the month of January because I want to talk to you about a few things that I have been learning and experiencing over this month that feel very important to share before we reach the end of January. And then in February, I'll start bringing on a couple of guests. I have a couple of really exciting things in mind planned for this podcast. So let's dive in. I want to talk about first of all, the energetic waves that we've been moving through in January. It has been a really interesting month and i've seen in the kind of conscious conscious spiritual community that a lot of people myself included have felt like this month has gone on forever it feels like it's been a lot longer than just over 3 weeks Yeah, it feels like it should be spring, honestly. I keep on looking outside and thinking, oh, it's like April, right? And It's not. It's just January. And that's because of a lot of things. We've gone through quite a few intense astrological events already in January. It's ramped up the momentum. We have had planets move back into... Forward action after being in retrograde, which is always something that changes how we feel the energy of the week, month, period, Um, and we've just been going through a lot in the world. We're still dealing with the coronavirus pandemic in the U.S. uh, We we have been dealing with all the political craziness that's been going on. It's been intense right and so i just want to acknowledge that first off for everyone who's who's listening if january has been a little bit intense and intense doesn't mean bad right it doesn't mean that january has been bad it just means that there's been a lot of energy and so if you've just felt that a bit of intensity i just want you to know that you are not alone um I have actually been feeling it really strongly. I have spent about two weeks now in quarantine or, or more or less in quarantine for um, a COVID exposure. I was in quarantine really strictly for about 10 days in the last four days because the doctors told us it really needed to be 10 days of strict quarantine and then, you know, we could do 14 if we wanted to, but we need to do 10. So. For the first 10 days, I really, I was just at home. I couldn't go anywhere. It was so weird. I just wanted to took walks outside, but I also got sick and I I never tested positive for COVID. I tested three times. My whole family tested three or four times. Never once tested positive, but my grandmother tested positive and she was in the hospital for a few days in about a week ago in mid-January. Oh, no, it was longer than that. A week and a half ago, almost two weeks ago, she was in the hospital. Um, And so we were all being really, really careful. Obviously, no one wants to get sick. And we really wanted to be careful because we knew that we'd been definitely exposed. And it was really interesting because I'm not really super scared about this pandemic for myself I am very very conscious and conscientious of other people I don't want to put other people at risk I don't want to um, get anyone else sick I know that it it can be devastating for certain groups of people who are not healthy um, especially but the fear that was running rampant through the house that I'm in was a little bit difficult to deal with sometimes. Um, I, When I started feeling sick, which was about three or four days into our little self-imposed quarantine or isolation period, I was basically forced to stay in my room. And if I wasn't in my room, I had to go out wearing a mask. And part of this was because my um, younger brother was hoping he was trying to stay healthy so he could get back to school he's in college so i do understand that but the fear is really the whole point of what i'm of why i'm telling you this the fear was so insane and i um never tested positive for covid I, i definitely have had some kind of virus i haven't felt good but i haven't had covid and and um there's there's just even if i had had covid the fear is truly the virus in all of this. It's not the actual virus, and the, the virus exists, and it is it is a it is dangerous, um, especially for certain groups of people who have comorbidities, but the fear that we have around it collectively makes it so much worse and I said that several times I was like the fear about this is insane guys it's okay like I'm not breathing on you I'm not even near you like I can't breathe in a mask because I had a stuffy nose and I was like okay let's calm down the fear and the thing is that you can't make other people calm down the fear Um, we could only control our own actions and so it was really interesting for me I had to um, reflect on why that triggered me so much because it did trigger me a lot and part of that of course um, for anyone who's listening who's also had chronic illness and been stuck in bed for large portions of their lives will I'm sure completely will understand me when I say that the, one of the reasons it triggered me so much was because of that whole um, I have spent so many years of my life unable to do things and just and even though like I have had something and been a bit sick, um, being told I can't move around or do anything or like go, um, live even a little bit was very triggering of that old trauma. And so I got the, the opportunity to work through that again, which is always, always an opportunity. I do think that that kind of thing is always an opportunity, but The reason, again, going back to the reason I'm even sharing this, it's the fear. I'm sharing this because it's time to let go of the fear, guys. It is time, if you are fearful of anything, but especially if you're fearful of getting sick, whether it be from COVID or it be from something else, I really, really urge you to examine where does that fear come from? And of course, part of that fear comes from the fear of death illness in our minds is inextricably linked with death with being so sick that you die that you lose this life because probably you've lost a life before from illness or someone in your family has lost their life from illness or you have ancestral resonance of death from illness that's a pretty universal human experience people die from being sick but more people get sick and get better. And sickness, illness, is really just an upgrade. Energy that comes into our bodies and makes us feel sick, it's upgrading us. And I have spent a lot of time channeling the energies of illness and the energies of um, different symptoms and, and diseases in the body. And they're all here to upgrade us while at the same time making us look at the places that we are holding on to old energy, old trauma, old beliefs and patterns, thought patterns. That's what disease, that's what illness, that's what sickness does. So examine that fear. So why are you, if you're really scared of an illness, the, the base fear of that, there's going to be lots, there going to be lots of fears, that are connected into being scared about illness. Fears of losing your freedom or independence. Fears of not feeling good. I mean, that's a legit fear, just like being fearful about feeling sick. No one likes that feeling, right? And But at the bottom of all that is the fear of death because most of us are motivated to live because we're scared of dying. Um, Which is really, really interesting when you think about it. Most of our fears will move all the way back towards a fear of death, right? There's lots of layers of fears, but mostly it comes down to fear of death. And something that I learned this, this past 10 days, 14 days, I'm honestly losing track of time, is that I really am not that scared of death. And that's because I faced it before. I, I thought I was going to lose my life to Lyme disease um, at my worst. So I'm not really that scared of death. And another thing that I've done this these past few months is uh, part of my shamanic training is actually planning my own funeral. I don't recommend you go do this. It's a, it's a specific thing that is part of this training. But for me, it was really interesting because there was a little bit of me that was um, a little resistant, like, oh, I don't want to plan my funeral, that's morbid. And then I planned it and I was like, wow, that was really fun. <laughs> like, cool, I hope that this is, I'm going to actually like leave this as how I want my funeral to be um, when I do leave this body, because this is perfect. And it was actually really fun and it, and it um, kind of... Expunge that last bit of me that had any fear of death because now I'm just like yeah, yeah, whatever if I die I die. I know I will die at some point, but I'm not scared of it happening right now I know I have a mission to do. I know that I have things to do and I know I'm being protected very very intensely and Beautifully by my angels and my guys and the star beings that I'm um, in star councils I'm here working for so I invite you to (laughs) examine where you hold the fear of death and, and what places in your body that shows up for you, what places in your thought patterns that shows up for you, and even if you have the openness, the ability, the willing to you know talk to your guides or talk to your higher self and ask you know is there a past life or ancestral reason or resonance that is holding me in this fear of death and what is it um because that will help everyone immensely if every single person would examine their fear of death and you don't have to release it fully i'm not saying that you have to um get to a point where you're like yeah i don't care That's fine, that's not everyone's path to get there, but realizing that you, your reactions to things, especially illness, might, well not even might, are being caused by, at some soul level, a fear of death, can really help you to control and work with and love your fear. So that you can let it go a little bit more, because I just see so much fear running rampant throughout the world about COVID, (laughs) specifically, and it—it's exhausting. I can't handle reading the news about it anymore. Very rarely do I read the news about it anymore. The fear vibration is not a healthy vibration to live in. And like I was saying before, we can't take that fear away from other people. We can't make them examine that fear, but you can examine your own fear and release it. So that is something I would highly recommend that you do. You examine for yourself. And (laughs) so in connection to this whole topic, something I wanted to talk to you about today was... Well, there are several things and they're all related to illness and the body in some different ways so the so the first one that we'll go to next is energetic illness because I didn't fully finish this thought so I said I told you that I've been feeling sick and it's kind of been coming and going I felt better for a few days and then today the day I'm recording this which is Saturday I started feeling quite blah again and that is why i want to talk to you about energetic illness because like i said illness is upgrading us and sometimes there's sometimes we can put a name to illness like in our human world we can say oh it's this which is helpful if that if you find that helpful i don't actually find giving an illness a name that helpful very often anymore but it is something that you can do give it a name but a lot of the time, too, especially for people who are empaths, people who are star beings, people who are, who are very spiritually aware and awake, whether you're a star being or not, um, people who are open and connected into the energy of the earth, of the collective, when you start to feel symptoms in your physical body, a lot of that time, that tends to be energetic illness which is essentially means that you're taking on the energy of the of the collective or the people who you're around or the place where you're living and you are transmuting it through your body but if you are not fully sure how to do that or if you don't realize that you're taking on that energy then you're not transmuting it very well and it keeps it in your body and then sometimes even when you do know what you're doing and you are you know that you're taking on that energy and you are transmuting it there's just so much energy that you just have to surrender to it there there is an aspect of surrender when you're feeling ill from energy from the energy around you of just surrendering to it transmuting it the best you can and then also allowing yourself to rest because part of illness is also to get us back into our bodies so when you're really busy really stressed not paying attention to your body when you're not resting that's when illness of any kind energetic or um well all illness is energetic but there is a but when I say energetic illness I'm talking about illness that comes on because you're taking in the energy of the people places or things around you to help transmute it as opposed to getting um a disease that you can you can put a name to so energetic illness and the way I'm talking about it is like when you can't really put a name to what's going on like you don't it doesn't fit into any of the boxes of diseases that we have and you know it comes and goes and you can't really figure out why it's coming and going the way it is it's like you might feel bad one day and the next day you feel a lot better and then you feel bad the next day that's what i mean when i'm talking about energetic illness it's like that <sighs> and even that illness of course if you really dug deep you could probably give a name there probably is a name for it like usually there's a pathogen that we can blame for what we're feeling but it comes on it's activated within our, within our body because of the energy we're taking from the world around us so when you're feeling illness energy because of what's going on around you like if you've been feeling sick in the last couple of weeks like me with especially if you're in the u.s with all of the craziness and shit that's been going on here that even if you have given even if you have gotten a diagnosis for something it's very very likely that what you're really experiencing is your body is taking on and transmitting the energy of the collective and the energy of the land I wanted to bring that up because I know that that's what I've been doing. I've been actively transmuting energy for the collective and for the land and all of that. It hasn't really been a lot about me sometimes. So that's the other caveat or, or difference between types of disease or illness is that sometimes the energetic reason for an illness is because of something that's gone on in our life or our past life or our ancestral lineage and sometimes the reason is more external and that's the collective energy. So. That might be an easier way for you to understand what I'm talking about (laughs) is thinking about it in terms of like something that's internally going on within your energy field or your lineage's energy field and something that's going on externally with the world. And sometimes it's a mix of both. Actually, a lot of the time there is a mix of both of those types of energy when I work with someone on their illness. Um, But that is something that if you feel and you can't figure out why i would strongly urge i do strongly urge you to take some time and connect into your body and see if you can release some energy from your open centers in human design i would recommend that you look at your open centers in human design so you know where you take on energy because then you know where you want where you kind of have a a guidebook of where in your body to look for energy you've taken on that's not yours and that would be in your open centers and you can actively release and transmute that energy. And that brings me to something I just wanted to explain about past life resonance for illness or disease. And that's a reframe I want to give on that, which is a languaging reframe. I've, as I've been going deeper into the healing process, working with more and more people, reading their records, using my quantum healing process with them, which I am going to explain a little bit more after I tell you this, because I want you to understand more about what I do and why, I co- why it's called a quantum healing process and why I use the records in the way I do. But the deeper I've gone into this over the last few months, the more I've realized that Calling it past life healing isn't exactly correct or past life work isn't exactly correct because a lot of the time the past lives we remember, it's like 50-50. Sometimes they are truly ours, but sometimes they are the resonances of the land people collective around us and of our lineage, but they're not actually us specifically. So for example, I have had a past life memory of being Mary Queen of Scots. I have vividly remembered having my head beheaded um and known I was her and then I actually watched a movie about Mary Queen of Scots a couple of years ago and the last scene where she was being beheaded I had the most intense deja vu and I was like oh my god that's exactly what I've seen happening to me literally down to the detail um That is such a strong past life memory for me. But I also know I was not actually Mary, Queen of Scots. Um, I don't believe that most of the really big, famous, historical figures that we know about and remember on Earth, and I say this because this is what I've received in the records time and time again, most of those people were not just one soul. They were made up of fragments of many different souls, which is why so many people remember being part or being that person. Um, so I was not actually Mary Queen of Scots. I probably, there's probably part of my soul that maybe was connected to her or my soul just holds some of the resonance of her and of the soul collective that was her. Just like if you remembered being uh, Louis XIV in um, in France, like you were not actually Louis XIV, 100%. You were, your soul was connected to his collective, to the collective souls that that made him up, or your soul holds the residence of him. There's no one person that is these people, that are no one person who was these people. And so, a lot of the times, past life memories that came that come through, there's like two types, and I'm gonna explain to you how you can tell the difference are—they're The first type, our memories are actually yours, that you actually were that person, you actually lived that life that you're remembering. And the second type is it's a resonance. its You did not actually live that life. You have that memory because you are transmuting the energy of that memory or of that life, or you're one of the people helping transmute the memory of that energy or that life, but it was not actually your life or your energy. And how do you tell the difference? it's how they feel let me tell you an example of a life that i know was my own and that's a life i've told you about this one before that the one i've shared on the podcast about my life in ancient egypt and i've shared about how i was with um i was in a, a mystery school i was a very very powerful priestess and initiative isis i was fully in my goddess um, embodiment and i was killed by a lover that life I can feel in my body that that life I really lived that was 100% me there is no one else on this planet who had that exact same life because that was 100% me there are other people who might feel resonances when I describe that life to them because their soul is connected to my soul my soul is connected to their soul but that was my life whereas the Mary Queen of Scots example I told you about I feel connected I feel a resonance but it's not nearly as strong it feels more like um, I'm looking in on that life whereas the one in Egypt I literally can feel the things I was doing it's like my I can feel it in my body I can see myself remember myself doing it like I'm in that body again but with the Mary Queen of Scots past life I see it like it's a it's a movie more and that's how I tell the difference so even when I'm reading records for people so if you've had a reading with me or if we've done quantum work together and i've said to you it's a past life resonance it's because the way that i'm seeing it with your guides with your soul is that you were connected to that but it's not your true complete soul memory you're here to help release energy you can call it karma i don't really like that word but you, if that if that helps you understand this, you could say you're here to release karma from that lifetime, but it's not yours in the same way that if I say to you in a reading, this was your past life, you were doing this that is that is truly your past life. So I wanted to explain that for, Several reasons. One, because I'm going to start talking about it more often. Two, because I think it's really important to to explain because when we receive. So, for example, if you sat for this moment, for a moment, and you asked your guides how many past lives have I lived, and you got a number, that number includes all the resonances you're carrying doesn't so that number isn't actually a fully true example of how many lives you physically live but because you're carrying energy from however many lives you'll get the answer so for example when I ask I get like 90,000 lives like seriously I, like like it's always somewhere in the 90,000 range that my guides give me right now they're saying 90,450 lives like that's how many lives my guides have always told me I've lived somewhere in that range and so that doesn't make any sense right I am a very old soul like I've been around since before the universe was even created I know I have Well, that's a whole other story um, that I helped create the universe so I know I'm a really old soul but I also know I haven't actually lived 90,000 lives I'm holding the resonance of 90,000 or over 90,000 lives, but the actual lives I've lived, I'm, and this is something I've been realizing over the last week or so, more specifically, I've been realizing it for quite a while, but I've been able to put words to it in the last week, few days. I have not actually lived all of those lives. I hold resonances for all of those lives. So even if you just got an answer of like, 1200 lives you probably haven't lived 1200 lives you're holding the resonance of 1200 different lives in your soul because it's um influencing impacting your current life and what you're doing with this current life right does that make does that make sense like asking that like you can answer back to me right now (laughs) I'd love to know if that makes sense please let me know via Instagram or email or something how that resonates with you. It is a little bit of a, a reframe, I think, probably for a lot of people. I know it was for me because I, I had started to identify with having lived so many lives, but this honestly makes so much more sense to me and I've been just receiving about it for quite a while and waiting to, until I could put it fully into words to share this in this way. Because I wanted to make sure I could actually explain it and make it make sense, because otherwise what's the point of the sharing it with you if I can't explain it, that's just confusing. Within this topic. I want to talk to you about the quantum healing process I use because I talk a lot about quantum healing I walk I talk about how i'm a body healer um, And I want to explain to you how that works I'm, not gonna make it super super long But I want you to understand what I do so that when I talk about it you You understand what i'm saying So when I say i'm a quantum healer And you can actually go back to episode like five or six or something when I talk about um, the a quantum healing experience I had in June of 2020. But when I talk about quantum healing, what I'm talking about is, is finding the root cause of something that's going on in my life or in my body, finding the root causes available at the moment of time that I'm looking for it. Because reason i said that is because the root causes are multiple there's never just one root cause and my human brain wanted to be able to say that oh there's just one root cause when i first started trying to put this all into words but there never is our bodies are layered like an onion that's the easiest metaphor it's like an onion so the root causes are always going to continue to layer and to go deeper so as we move off each layer we can go deeper and deeper and deeper until we've cleared the resonance Usually that takes a few passes over, energetically a few times working through the process. Sometimes not, sometimes it's faster, but it all depends. When I talk about quantum healing, I'm talking about finding the root cause, bringing it through a whole process within the Akashic Records where I ask, what happened here? What do I need to know? How is this related to me? Why am I holding this? or if I'm doing it for somebody else, so why are they holding this? How is it important? Why is it showing up in the body? And then actually pulling that out of the body. So when I'm working either with myself or with somebody else, and I'm pulling energy out of the body, I literally see it in the body. I don't even know how to explain it beyond that. Like, I reach in and I can feel, and even if it's through a screen, like I can reach in and feel the energy that I'm pulling out of that person's body. And I'm getting rid of it. I'm giving it to guides and I'm asking them to, to transmute it up, take it up into the cosmos and transmute it up in the stars where there's energy for, there's energy that can be used to turn it back into light. So I'm I literally I just feel it. I see it. I can see in your body. Look, there is something here that needs to be moved Sometimes it has a shape like I've pulled axes out of people or nails out of people or knives or spears Sometimes it's just like balls of energy or it's cloudy or kind of smoky a lot of times I see things like cords or snakes or ropes or Spears again, that's coming back up a chains around body parts like and I'm clearing that off. I'm literally pulling it off. And I do it for myself as well. I do it for myself and I do it for other people. So I see it for both. And then when all of that energy is gone there, then we go through a whole process of calling in the multi dimensional DNA made of pure love to recreate the entire body without the shadow of that old resonance, of that old root cause that we just released. And so this process often we go through it a couple of times, two, three, maybe four times to get to the root cause of something. And also sometimes we don't have to go through it more than once, but we can take a couple of times if something's really, really deeply embedded in the body. Um, Or maybe an easier way to explain that is that is to go symptom by symptom. So like say you have a lot of trouble with this insomnia and you also have a lot of trouble with bloating and digestion and you also have food sensitivities and you also have eyesight trouble. We would be we would do each of those one at a time. Like quantum healing wise, your body it needs some time to move through all of the changes that we're doing. It's a lot of energy and your body can only assimilate so much at once comfortably. And so that would be, you know, a four or five session kind of healing process to get all of those four different symptoms out of the body to release the root causes for all of those different symptoms. So sometimes it just takes one pass for something like say you have um, a sore throat, constant sore throat, which is something I've had in the past. It Probably could if it could very easily just take one pass through the whole quantum healing process, which takes about an hour, and that that throat sore throat is gone. But your if you have other symptoms, like if you also have really awful um, muscle pain, that's a whole other process to go through. That. So that's how the quantum healing works is it's really, really interesting because it really goes deep into the body. It goes into that energetic root cause, which is what medications miss is what doctors miss. It's what's, it's what the mainstream medical system misses. It's also what, um, alternative medicine misses a lot of the time. I mean, most of you probably know, I studied naturopathy for most of 2020 and I didn't end up, finish, end up finishing the program because I was like, this doesn't go deep enough until what I want to do. And there's a time and a place for this kind of work as well, but it's not what I'm called to do. I'm called to go deeper into the real root causes, the energetic root causes, because that's how we fully release things. We can't release things without fully understanding or fully releasing the energetic root cause. You don't always always have to fully understand it, but you have to fully let it go, especially for things that are long-term, chronic, really intense um, energy or illness or dis-ease that's moving through the body. So that's the quantum healing process and the reason another reason I'm telling you about this is because my 6 to 9 month long-term program heal which is all about quantum healing through anything that you're moving through in your life with the focus on awakening you awakening you fully to your gifts to your power to your sovereignty to your spiritual conscious self as we move through a lot of quantum healing to do so is relaunching it's actually relaunched this week, and if you've been looking to do more quantum work, this is such a perfect program for you. I really encourage you to reach out to me about it. I hope that me explaining the quantum healing to you helps make a bit more sense of what I do within the quant- both quantum healing sessions and within the HEAL program, which is the mo which is really the best way if you want to do a lot of healing, I really highly recommend the HEAL program because healing does take time. It doesn't take lots of time, right? It took me a lot of time. It took me years, but that's so that I could streamline it into a few month process for you. So it doesn't need to take you years. It just needs to take you a few months as we work together and get through it. That's the beauty of why I went through everything I went through and dealt with such intense illness for so long was so that I could learn how to heal myself and then make it way faster for you. So if you're looking for something like that, please, please don't hesitate to reach out and we will chat. All right, and then the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, <laughs> this is a little hodgepodge, mish-mash, a mishmash of an episode, but my newest, Um, obsession, I guess you could say, and really my, the system I've been looking for to study is um, the gene keys. And so if you're into human design, then you know the gene keys as the, they're taken from the I Ching, they're connected to the I Ching, um, the Chinese system. And the gene keys are the gates, channels, incarnation, cross, in human design. And the reason that I am so, so drawn to them is because they actually look at our genetic makeup and they look at the resonances, the energetic resonances that we hold in our genes. And so I've been diving into them, reading about them, learning about them. I've even brought them in and they are part of the HEAL program now. So when we work together one-on-one, I go through your gene keys um, and explain them to you. I'm like teaching them to you as I'm continuing to teach them to myself, but it's so, so fascinating to look at as we're diving deep into healing work. And it's really been fascinating for me to look at for myself because it's really helped me understand more of my genetic makeup in an energetic sense. And it like has, it lines up so exactly to what I've always experienced in my life. And so let me give you an example. My main gene keys which are like my so our four main gene keys are our active called our activation sequence and they're like they're our life's purpose Um, our life's work our purpose our um, evolution and our radiance that's what they're called in the gene keys and those four are the ones that make up our incarnation cross in human design and so my life's work gene key is gene key 47 which is all about moving from oppression into transfiguration. and and um, it's literally so it's so resonant when I read about it and contemplate it and bring it into my work with the healing, the illness healing journey I've been on because it's been all about moving through oppression, through suffering, and using that suffering to transfigure my life into. Exactly what I'm here to do. And my um, my gene key of evolution is the twenty-second gene key, and it's it's essentially the gene key of the Akashic Records, which is just so perfect. And I'm actually I will do an episode even more fully about the gene keys, but I I wanted to bring them up right now because this is honestly the most amazing way I've found the most amazing system I found that really gets into the the genetics of our body, into the physical body. So I love astrology, I love human design. I think those are amazing, amazing modalities and we've talked about them on this podcast before and we will talk about them again 100%. But I've never felt the call to study them, but I do feel the call to study the gene keys because it, it meshes so perfectly with the quantum healing work I already do and it's just this whole other layer that I'm bringing now into the HEAL program. I'm not bringing it into quantum healing sessions, um, one-time sessions, if you book that with me. and Those are still amazing to book, but the to go through and read your gene keys and fully bring that into the session. Um, and we're just doing it for one time. It, it doesn't make much sense to do that because it's really something to work with for a longer term than that. So for right now, it's only available if you're interested in, in working at that level of, Want some genetic healing? It's only available in the Heal Program. As far as if you're interested in doing that work with me, but I would really recommend going to Gene Keys. Uh, I think it's just GeneKeys.com and running your your birth, your birth chart, your Gene Keys birth chart, and seeing what your main gene keys are for your four main gene keys. That website it will give you a description for each of them, and so that's a great place to start. It goes a lot deeper than what they give you there for free, but it's an amazing place to start, an amazing resource to start with, and I highly recommend doing that, especially if you're on a healing journey. Well, everyone's on a healing journey. If you're listening to this podcast, you're on a healing journey of some kind. That's what awakening is. Awakening is healing, and if you're here and you're awakening more and more and more, then you're on a healing journey, however that looks for you. So that's my newest. Interest and I highly recommend you take a look. And please, if you want to share, send me your gene keys, what you discover, send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear about what you discover about yourself by looking up that information. All right, so that feels pretty complete for now. I'm going to leave you with all of these things to think about. I've given you a lot of interesting ideas to mull over all about past lives and healing and the gene keys and I'm just going to leave you with the suggestion of spending some time in these last few days of January contemplating how do you feel called to up level your growth this year that's really the big question how do you feel called to up level your growth this year and if you are interested in a guide for that, I really encourage you to reach out to me. I am calling in a few more people who are looking for a guide, who are looking really to, to do the really intense, hard, beautiful, amazing, life-changing work to open themselves up to a whole other level of existence. So if that sounds like you, please reach out. I am here to help you. And no matter what, I encourage you to consider that for yourself and follow your intuition, follow your guidance as to what you are here to experience this year, how you're here to grow, and how you are being guided to do that. And I just want to share, I just pulled a couple of cards from the Work Your Light Oracle deck for everyone who's here. The very first one I pulled was Break the Chain, which is Um, about ancestral, ancestral patterns, healing, rewriting the future. So that is exactly the work that I do. That's exactly the work that this whole episode has been about. So break the chain. The next one was, you're already doing it. Stop overthinking. Keep facing your true north. So listen to your guidance and follow what you receive. And then share your voice. Come out of the cave. Persecution expression. So don't, so if you have, fear around sharing your voice which a lot of old souls do then that is a a great place to contemplate why am i scared and asking looking through with your guides your past lives your ancestral lineage your connections to see where have you been threatened or persecuted for using your voice before and then the last one is awakening energetic upgrades a new way of being integration healing is awakening quantum healing is awakening this work is awakening it's all the same thing it's just what word you put to it you cannot awaken without healing they are the same so awakening this is the year to awaken we need us we need you awakened if you don't feel like you're fully awakened we need you awakened so i really encourage you to also spend some time considering contemplating where am I being called to awaken next, or how am I being called to awaken next in this year in 2021? All right, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for sharing energy with me. I absolutely love connecting with you in this way. Please feel free to reach out to me via Instagram or email. Instagram is Healing Intuitively Pod. Um, and or shannon.amrine and the e- my email is shannon at healingintuitively.com please feel free to reach out either way and also if you did enjoy this episode if it did speak to you if there's anyone in your life that you, f- you feel called to share it with then i would be so so grateful for that so that more people can hear these messages and connect into this community of rainbow souls. And if you do feel called to rate or review the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or whichever platform you use to listen, I would also be incredibly grateful for that. And if you do rate and review, please feel free to send me a screenshot of that so that I can send you a little gift to say thank you. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful week and talk to you soon.